48K News. It's one o'clock, I'm Todd Harding. The headlines, the central government condemns London's decision to bar its envoy from an event at Parliament as despicable and cowardly. The Come to Hong Kong scheme allowing non-Hong Kong residents to come to the SAR without quarantine draws nearly a 1,000 applications in the first hour alone. And the Consumer Council issues a warning after finding fragrance allergens in some baby lotions. The Chinese ambassador to Britain has been banned from attending an event in the country's parliament because Beijing imposed sanctions earlier this year on lawmakers who highlighted alleged human rights abuses in Xinjiang. Beijing has condemned the decision as despicable and cowardly. Robert Kemp reports. China imposed the sanctions on nine British politicians, lawyers and an academic in March for spreading what it said were lies and disinformation over the treatment of Uyghur Muslims in the country's far west. Lindsay Hoyle, the Speaker of the House of Commons, and John McFarl, the Speaker of the House of Lords, stepped in to prevent Cheng Jiguan from speaking at an event in Parliament. Mr Hoyle said he was not banning the Chinese ambassador permanently, but only while the sanctions remained in place. Non-Hong Kong residents who've been in Macau, the Guangdong province, in the past fortnight have started to come here without having to undergo quarantine. The Come to Hong Kong scheme allows for 2,000 such arrivals a day. This Chinese university student came to the SAR through the Sunjin Bay port and she says she's happy with the new scheme. This is convenient for us coming here to study, but if people come here for travel, it's still rather inconvenient because you have to undergo quarantine when you return to the mainland. But for those just coming to Hong Kong, it's much more convenient. The government says it handled nearly a thousand applications, or half the quota, in the first hour alone when the scheme opened at midnight. It says some people couldn't connect to the website in the first hour because of system problems, which have since been fixed. The organisers of the Gay Games say they're postponing the event by one year until November 2023, citing the pandemic and uncertainty over travel restrictions. Dennis Phillips, the co-chair of the Games, said registration for an event like the Gay Games needs to take place at least one and a half years ahead of time, or November at the latest. But he said the pandemic, including the impact of the Delta variant, has created too much uncertainty. Looking at the COVID situation, not only in Hong Kong, but also in Asia and US, we really see that opening the event uh, now will not be the right opportunity to have this event because people are not prepared for it, people are not able to come here. Yeah? And you know, in some parts of Asia, people have, have, are struggling to get access to the, the vaccinations and with the Delta variant, etc. So lots of uncertainty as well. We really want to make sure that this event opens for everybody and everybody is welcome to come here. So people from the Philippines, from Malaysia, but also from Indonesia, India, and we really want to make sure that everybody come here. Mr Phillips said the delay will allow participants who haven't been able to train over the last year longer to prepare. The Consumer Council says it's found that some baby lotions contain fragrance allergens, which can trigger allergic reactions, despite manufacturers' claims that this is unlikely to happen. The Consumer Watchdog's tests also showed that some baby lotions were labelled fragrance-free but weren't, and one contained a fragrance substance that's banned in the European Union. The council urged parents to read labels carefully, noting that more than half of the 40 samples they tested contained fragrance allergens. The council's chief executive, Gilly Wong, warned that lotions with fragrance allergens could affect children's health when they're older. 
According to uh, the dermatologist you know, that we consult, if you're exposed to this kind of fragrance or maybe uh, allergic materials at the early stage of a baby, there's a chance you know, for them to, when they grow up, they will be allergen you know, to those materials as well. So the most effective way is not to expose to these kind of materials when they're at the baby stage. It's not about the price because this time you can see um, we have very good products that are not very expensive, uh, can be used. So, um, but we we have to remind the parents, don't assume most expensive is the best. The Secretary for Financial Services, Christopher Hoy, says the government will learn from experience with the consumption voucher scheme and reminded the public that today is the deadline to resubmit documents for the $5,000 handout. Crowds of elderly people earlier flocked to a government office after learning their applications had failed and officials subsequently po- apologised. Mr Hoy says officials have finished processing some 13,000 supplementary applications. He spoke through an interpreter. We are sincere in making amends. There are shortcomings on our part, resulting in uh, elderly people having to queue up for a long time. This provides a very good lesson on uh, guiding us in our continuous effort to make improvements. RTHK has learned that the hospital authority plans to extend the retirement age for all staff from 60 to 65, mainly as a manpower retention measure. It's understood that workers will be able to choose if they want to retire at 60 or 65. The proposal will be discussed at the authority's board meeting next week at the earliest. Turning overseas, Donald Trump has accused the United States' most senior military officer of treason. He was responding to a new book which says the chairman of the U.S. Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, was worried during the final months of Mr Trump's presidency that he might order a military strike against China. The BBC's Grant Ferret reports. In a television interview, Donald Trump denied that he'd ever contemplated attacking China. He was speaking after the Washington Post published an account of a book by two of its best-known journalists, Bob Woodward and Robert Costa. They say that General Milley became so concerned about Donald Trump's mental stability that he twice contacted his Chinese counterpart. After Trump supporters overran the Capitol building in January, the general is said to have told his Chinese opposite number, everything's fine, but democracy can be sloppy sometimes. The US Secretary of State Antony Blinken has faced a second day of questioning in Congress over the withdrawal of US forces from Afghanistan last month. He appeared before senators in person after being criticised on Monday for answering questions via video link. Mr Blinken defended what he called the extraordinary effort to evacuate US citizens and some Afghans. The book said the US exit from Afghanistan was clearly and fatally flawed. Mr Blinken was criticised over the decision to leave behind military equipment. He insisted it had been rendered useless. More than a dozen alleged members of New York Mafia families have been charged with offences including extortion and money laundering. The BBC's Mark Lobel reports. Amongst the 13 arrested in dawn raids was an octogenarian crime boss known as Mush, alongside a suspect nicknamed Maniac. The influence of New York's Mafia families is on the decline, but prosecutors say phone recordings reveal a two-decade-long racket run by the reputed American-Italian Colombo crime family and associates. One suspect is recorded saying he'll shoot the official right in front of his wife and kids if he doesn't comply. Several of the accused have already pleaded not guilty to charges including money laundering, fraud and drug trafficking. 
A court in Mexico has sentenced the former leader of one of the country's biggest drug trafficking cartels to 28 years in jail. Vincente Carrillo Fuentes, known as the Viceroy, took over control of the Juarez cartel after his brother died during botched plastic surgery in the late 1990s. Thousands of people were murdered in turf wars between rival gangs. Final preparations are being made for four amateur astronauts to go into space from the U.S. state of Florida. The team plan to orbit the Earth for two days in a SpaceX capsule. They've undergone five months of training for what is the first ever all-civilian space mission. A member of the group, Sean Pro- Sean Proctor, explains what the trip means to her. I am a mission pilot. It's really special for me to hold that title because I'm going to be the first black female pilot of a spacecraft. There have been three black female astronauts that have made it to space, and I have this opportunity to not only accomplish my dream, but also inspire the next generation of women of color and girls of color and really get them to think about reaching for the stars. The plane maker Boeing says it expects it will take another two and a half years for the aviation industry to return to pre-pandemic levels. It says long-haul international routes have been hardest hit because of government restrictions. Boeing's chief strategy officer, Mark Allen, said there were clear signs the industry was beginning to recover. Right now, we're seeing domestic travel levels uh, snap back very quickly in China, in Europe and the United States. They will follow also in other, other areas, and we think all domestic will be back to 2019 levels by 2022. Oh. Regional travel will take a bit longer. We expect it back in 2023. Long-haul international travel, we don't expect to see fully back until 2024. A short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 25,270. That's 237 points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at $79 billion. To currencies, the US dollar is trading at 109.58 yen. The euro is standing at 1 US dollar and 18 cents. And the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 73 cents. To sport now, and the group stage in football's European Champions League kicked off with a win for the holders Chelsea and a sloppy defeat for Manchester United. Swiss side young boys delivered the shock of the night, beating United 2-1 in Bern. The visitors wasted a goal from Cristiano Ronaldo. More from the BBC's John Murray. It's a Champions League shock, but Manchester United only had themselves to blame. They were in control of the match ten minutes before half-time. United led through Cristiano Ronaldo's early goal, laid on for him by a glorious pass from Bruno Fernandes. But Aaron Wan-Bissaka was sent off a straight red card for a bad tackle on Martins, and the match changed. Ole Gunnar Solskjaer switched to three central defenders at the break, but young boys took charge. Eventually, the equaliser came from Ngamalu, and in the fifth minute of added time, Jesse Lingard's poor back pass teed up Jordan Sibachu to score a goal that sent Bern balmy. Boss Ole Gunnar Solskjaer says he has to accept that mistakes are part of the game. That's football for you at the highest level. Uh, lack of concentration, make uh, make a mistake, and you get punished. You get you get done. Uh, we did that last year in Europe. We conceded a very, very, very sloppy or two sloppy counter attacks against Basak Shir. And we lost that game today in the last seconds. Jesse just wants to play it safe and just one misplaced pass and you've conceded a goal. And then that, that happens in football. Um, in hindsight, Harry Hindsight is very, uh, he's very, a very good player. So, of course, Jesse, if he, if he can get that chance again, he'll turn and swivel and boot it the other way. But that's, uh, we'll learn from it. In the other game in that group, last season's Europa League winners Villarreal and Atalanta played to a 2-2 draw. 
Chelsea made a winning start to their title defence by beating Zenit St. Petersburg 1-0 on a goal from Rom- Romelu Lukaku. The BBC's Vicky Sparks reports from Stamford Bridge. A solid performance rather than a spectacular one, but in Romelu Lukaku, Chelsea have a player that can make all the difference. He towered above the Zenit defence to nod home Cesar Aspilicueta's superb cross midway through the second half to end the Russian champion's disciplined resistance and notch his fourth goal in as many games for the Blues. Zenit could have snatched a point late on when substitute Archem Zuba steered a delicious delivery narrowly wide. But on the balance of play, Chelsea deserved the win. Their bid for back-to-back European titles is up and running. Chelsea boss Thomas Tuchel was full of praise for his players. The cross from Aspi was was very, very good and dangerous because it comes from a, from a difficult position to defend. Uh, around the box, so target was second post with with Romelu and Kai was was also there, so that was nice and was in the end the opener and and at the same time the decisive goal, which which is uh, very very good for us of course, and uh, yeah the performance for Romelu was not easy. We did not create many chances for him. We did not create many deliveries, but he's the type of guy who does not lose confidence and and belief, and that's why he's here and that makes him a world class striker. In the same group, Juventus bagged a 3-0 win away to Malmo. Barcelona were outplayed by Bayern Munich as the visitors came away with a 3-0 win. The BBC's John Bennett has more. A result and a performance which shows how far Barcelona's level has fallen this season compared to their rivals in the Champions League. Bayern made a slow start but began to take control after Leroy Sané had forced a good save with a volley in the 18th minute. They deserved to take the lead before half-time but the goal when it came was fortunate. Thomas Muller's long-range effort deflecting in. In the second half, Bayern had an even tighter grip on the game and Robert Lewandowski scored twice. The first after Jamal Musiala hit the post, the second after Serge Gnabry had fired against the woodwork. The Polish striker has now scored in 18 games in a row. Barcelona look a shadow of their former Lionel Messi-inspired selves. In the same group, Dinamo Kiev and Benfica played to a goalless draw. There were also draws in both fixtures in Group G. Sevilla and Salzburg finished 1-1 and there were no goals between Wolfsburg and Lille. The US Soccer Federation says it's offered identical contracts to its men's and women's national teams in an effort to resolve a long-running dispute about equal pay. The Federation says it believes that a single pay structure is the best way forward for the future of the sport. Players' representatives are currently considering the proposed contracts. To the weather forecast, it'll be hot with sunny periods and this afternoon, apart from isolated showers. It'll be mainly cloudy tonight with light winds. The outlook, a few showers tomorrow, but it'll be hot with sunny periods in the following few days. Currently 33 degrees, humidity 63%, and the very hot weather warning is still in force. To end the news, the top stories once again. The central government condemns London's decision to bar its envoy from an event at Parliament as despicable and cowardly. And the Come to Hong Kong scheme, allowing non-Hong Kong residents to come to the SAR without quarantine, draws nearly a 1,000 applications in the first hour alone. The news from RTHK. Some touch, give me some violence. Oh, give it to me, baby, won't you give it to me? I know you saw me cross, you pick your fins, you've been wondering why I ever since. You got so weak in the knees. Oh, please, oh, 
And welcome to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday, the 15th of September, is today's date. Many thanks once again to Phil for the morning brew today. We sure have an exciting program. Since it's Wednesday, we've got the lovely Cruzy McCalligan joining us once again. And for this week's midweek audio column, we'll be chatting about stethoscopes. So do join us. Feel free to email us, 123show at rthk.hk. Or you can get in touch via Facebook, Noreen Mir on RTHK Radio 3. 
And of course, we love hearing from you with music requests, so do be sure to get in touch with us this afternoon. 19 minutes past one o'clock, the very hot weather warning is in force right now, so if you're out and about, stay hydrated. This is the Pernice Brothers with 730 